standing on a beach in the rain. You rustle in your pocket to find a match and light it. The match transforms into a sheet of paper. It transforms again. Now it's an old-fashioned camera. Now it's a bunch of coat hangers. It transforms one more time. Thum. Hello. It's you. A perfect replica of you standing right in front of you, a foot away, staring into you. But there's something wrong, there's something missing from its eyes. Slowly, it unhinges its jaw in a way that only a synthetic creature could and eats your entire, entire world. world. We have to stop this from happening. Welcome to I Will Save You From The Future, a podcast about future technology and how we can stay safe in the face of impending doom. Uh, I've got with me an old friend of mine, Jamie Spicer-Lewis. Say hi. Hello. How's it going? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing really, really good. Um, I'm scared a lot nowadays uh, of technology, but that's that's what this is all about. Um, We're going to be talking about 3D printing on this episode. Yes. Jamie, do you have anything in your home that is 3D printed? Uh, I have a 3D printer in my home. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. You do. One of your housemates has a 3D printer. So, like, do you know much about what he's printed? Have you printed anything? Uh, The only things he's printed so far is he did a couple of tests. He made a... um... In fact, actually, you've been over. Have you seen that? skull that we have that you can oh, drink yes, out of. Oh yes, the terrifying skull that you can drink the chi- out of, yes. The child skull. We have a child skull you can drink he out made of. A, a cup in the shape of a child skull because yep. he's a real nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's been one of his dreams for the longest time to drink out of a child's skull and I like to think that with this future technology, he's he's made that dream a reality. So He has, you know. he has. And just for our <laughs> listeners, we're not joking. No. This isn't a bit. He has a child skull on the shelf. What else has he printed? Uh, He made, um, he printed a bust of the the Predator's head from the famous Arnold Schwarzenegger film of the same name, The Predator's Uh, Head. Uh, Yes, The Predator's Head. Yes. Yeah. Starring Carl Weathers and Jesse the Body Ventura. My dinner with Predator. (laughs) Kramer versus Predator. Fantastic. So he he uh, printed out a life size. Is it to scale? Is it? 
Uh, it's could... about oh god, it's about six inches tall. Okay, so it's like a little small. Yeah, it's a, a little, little small s- one. Like and he, he's printed like... out. He's printed out some um, some D and D accoutrements, some little bits ah, of furniture yes. and stuff. Fantastic things like like dice. I imagine. No, weirdly enough, he Is hasn't printed any dice. No. Like you'd think a cube would be the easiest thing to print with numbers on it, but no, he hasn't done that. It is actually statistically the easiest thing to print. It's a cube, yeah. It's a cube, um, because as we'll get into, uh, it's flat. Every or every part of the bottom of it touches the floor. It's very stable. Yeah, we'll talk about all of that in a second. So, three um, D printing for those of you who don't know is a new craze, it's a new new uh, cool hip craze that is uh, sweeping the globe. We used to just print in two dimensions. We used to just say, "Hey, I really like this picture. It pleases my eyes. I want it on a piece of paper that I can take home to my wife and pin up on the fridge or in a frame." And so you mm. you would send it to a, a old printer. We call them now. Yes. Normal analog. printer. Analog, analog printing. Muggle printer. <laughs> you, you'd send your picture of a nice beach in Hawaii to your muggle printer and it would print it out. And you'd take it home, it would be a two-dimensional object on a, like, rendered and on a flat, white, usually white piece of paper because that's the cheapest. Um, Whites are cheap. But it's no longer the case. It's no longer the case that we are confined to these two dimensions, these rudimentary two dimensions. We can now take that beach, we can take that lovely beach, and we can make it 3D. We can make that beach mm-hmm. if we wanted to. And our printers have, have transformed from the from the useless claptrap pieces of, of jetsam <laughs> that they once were into... These uh, giant glowing monoliths with with loops and loops of, of th- like, white thread and stuff coming off them and goo that, like, poop out shapes and, and things. Whatever I mean, our hearts desire. And you know what's even more terrifying is the fact that the 3D printer is this giant, like, obelisk that sits on your desk oh, and yeah, will print no, it- out any, any, anything you desire that you can make in, like, AutoCAD or whatever. But the really terrifying thing is you get... 3d print pens now mm-hmm. so i can draw i can draw three i have one sitting on my desk at the moment i can just draw anything i want 3d what yeah it's terrifying oh. i can i can i can feed material in like a child's glue gun that you yeah. used in back in primary school and i can just create like trees i can just it's, draw upwards i don't beautiful. have to draw flat anymore it's it's crazy so like we've gone you know this ain't this ain't your dad's epson stylus Right? No. This ain't some grey little tube that, that prints out uh, paper. Okay? The printers not only have, have transformed into these big, blockish, scary goliaths, they're also, they're just, they can make whatever you want. Um, you can map things, you can rub stuff on your body and then turn your body into a, a thing. You can. Printed out in, in plastic. You make a little warhammer of yourself now. And then paint that and stick it next to all of your space marines. It's well. It's it's the technology. It's based on the technology from making action figures of people, like that. That in particular, where they would just you know scan actors from movies when they yeah. want to make movie action figures. And they go, okay, now we're just going to make a giant mold of you, and we're going to create a mm. hundred thousand tiny little U's that children can play with and put Fantastic. in sex positions. <laughs> of course, always. We all did. We definitely oh, yeah. all did. I still um, do. Yeah, I. uh... 
remember i have very vivid memories of of having uh toy soldiers and uh ken dolls and stuff out in the back garden and and like with a friend my friend john we would uh damage them we would Mm -hmm. cause them harm yeah we uh we melted them at one point with like a lighter and a a canister of of, um spray deodorant sorry dad it was his axe (laughs) um uh i mean life caught up to john that same summer he fell in our back garden and broke his arm i mean that's technology getting its revenge yeah, uh, that, which, that's, that's which where it started. We'll also get into John was the uh, <laughs> was ground zero for that. So, um, so just a, b- a bit of background for our listeners on three D printing. Uh, you got a whole bunch of th- different types of three D printing, and I don't have time to get into all of them and the different, the various um, minute and mechanical differences in them. But just a list here for you. You got stereolithography. That's a big one. That's one of the most common ones. You've also got digital light processing where you process uh, light in a digital way you got fused de- deposition modeling or fused deposition modeling if you're a lawyer um selective laser sintering which is scintillating uh selective laser melting you've also got electronic beam melting i don't fully understand the difference between a laser and an electronic beam I if anyone anyone out there listening uh, can clue me in on that distinction, that'd be great. Um, and you got uh, laminated object manufacturing, which is uh, quite quite different from the rest of the processes on that list, but still kind of technically falls under three D printing. And the basic way that it, you do it is you have the, one of these big uh, monoliths. They look uh, they can look like uh, big office inkjet printer or they can look like a kind of orange trans semi-transparent box Mm -hmm. they can uh sit on a desk or they can be freestanding depending on how big they are um they have different volumes um that's one of the big kind of cost factors in purchasing one is how what's the most you know what's the biggest thing that i can make you know how how big is the warhammer i make of myself going to be um and uh you feed it uh any number of materials they usually come in a coil you get like a a a kind of coil of densely packed um like fibrous plastic or filament uh of some kind uh you feed it in it superheats it up um and then it kind of poops it out a bit like a soldering a soldering iron um but it does so in a particular way on a like an arm that's on an axis that can move in three dimensions and poop it out um following a pattern that you have you've fed it and those those shapes those designs that you've come up with you can make them in um autocad or in other in maya or in other kind of 3d modeling softwares um and uh anything that your imagination can come up with uh as long as it follows certain guidelines and is the right shape and size and uh, is structurally sound um can be yours at the press of a button after about 17 hours. Well, they say that the only limit is your imagination, but I have discovered that there are other limits. Yes. Yeah, there are other very real, very terrifying limits. Yeah, so... I mean, uh, <laughs> there is government, there are government chips in all of them that won't let you um, print busts of our world leaders. You can't print a Lenin. Yeah, just you in cannot. case you're gonna you're gonna use it for satirical purposes. It's just in case you want to take that printed Lenin and you want to swap out the Lenin in the tomb. Yeah, in some kind of national treasure esque Nicolas Cage inspired heist. Yeah, equally, if you uh, want to print off 
the uh, Declaration of Independence. No. Can't do that. No way. Can't be done. Uh, there is a chip that will, it will just, the motherboard will melt. Well, it if will, you try and do that. It'll be like the well, beginning okay. of Die Hard 4, like your house will just explode for no discernible reason. Specifically, if you try and print it, but you've like altered some of the words, you've yeah. altered some of the language to mm-hmm. suit your own political agenda, it won't let you do that. Thomas Fart Jefferson, no go. Yeah. They will not have that. Um, so besides drinking uh, out of baby skulls and <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, printing little predators to keep you up at night, um, what other uses, could, what could we do, like, what's good? You know, what good can we do with this technology uh, before we get into the doom and gloom? The good, the, a lot of good is being done with 3D printers at the moment. We're obviously, we're 3D printing... Um, joint replacements in human bodies oh, so yeah, that's we can, a biggie we can print bone now mm-hmm. that is something that can be done we can print replacement bone we can print bits uh for skulls for like fiberglass skulls oh, so yeah. you can have skull replacements that are entirely mm-hmm. 3d printed yeah uh, actually fun, fun fact about um me that i think a lot of my viewers if they've if you've been watching me on youtube for a while you know uh, i have some synthetic parts in my heart keeping my mm-hmm. heart together they're made out of a substance called gore-tex um i don't believe you can 3d print with gore-tex currently um, no, but I don't i'm think sure so, no. you can 3d print with other similarly malleable materials and they must be 3d printing kind of parts for for hearts and other organs i think i read somewhere that they uh 3d printed food recently Oh yeah, that no, they, your filament, the filament that goes in the machine can be edible. Yeah. So that's a you, big can 3D, one that's, you can 3D you can 3D print food. You can just you can conjure food from thin air. Yeah, like I mean, Star cur- Trek. Currently the thing is that you have to order the you have to order the gruel. Um you have to order the base material on like a roll like like cable. Um just like any other filament. So I d- I don't want to eat that. I don't want to eat that after I've seen it like like fed into the machine like a like a spool of copper wire. You know? Oh yeah, no. I mean it, it it's like imagine imagine if it was like a katamari situation and all the animals and food that you eat were delivered in a just just in a huge ball just all tumbled together yeah. and just mixed Just like your your groceries come and they they're just like a big elastic band ball. Yeah. It's horrifying. Also, equally, like if it's not if it's not a three D printer that's like cooking the food, if it's edible when it arrives, and it is tasty, I'm just gonna eat it like a big like a fruit roll up. Oh god, yeah. I'm not gonna print it into shapes. I'm just gonna eat it off the. I'm just gonna like stick it on a big pole. Like I'm gonna get a towel rack <laughs> next to my bed, and I'm it has the spools of the different flavors on it, and I just suck on them. <laughs> Like spaghetti. 3D printing will successfully by the foot any food. So you've got fruit by the foot, and then you'll have like cauliflower by the foot, and yeah. and broccoli by the foot, and aubergine by the foot. Why am I just listing crap vegetables? <laughs> I love that. I love that though. You'd like every food is spaghetti now. <laughs> every single food has been spaghetti. Carbonara'd all food in existence. Yeah. In the future, there will only be spaghetti. <laughs> hey, I got, I got you some, I got you this pork tagliatelle. It's the thick stuff. 
It comes in it comes in a hundred meters and five hundred meters. They got it all wrong, didn't they? They said all of our food was gonna be pills in the future. It's not. All of our food is no, gonna be mate. spaghetti. It's all gonna be fucking spaghetti. All noodle. You got it wrong. Oodles. You like the target was here, you missed. No. Just just off to the side here. You you, you wanted a triple twenty, but you ended up with a one, mate. Oh you man, really yeah. I mean, so there's that. There's that plus side that we can just, I mean, if 3D printing proliferates, and it is still in the early stages, but if it gets popular, we can look forward to a future where you can just order strawberry laces oh, yeah. on industrial, on like in giant industrial wire coils. I mean, I love, I love spaghetti, so that future sounds fine to me. I'm I'm excited yeah, for that. Everything you've ever wanted. Every flavor. It's like it's like Willy Wonka owns a Maplin. Yeah, it's Willy Wonka's horrifying spaghetti factory. Yeah. And Violet Violet, Violet Beauregard is going to chew an endless piece of spaghetti and she's going to turn into spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, that that awful that awful little piece of shit she runs in yep. she's like oh chocolate grab that strand oh cherry grab that strand oh uh, uh custard grab that strand bread grab that and then she just like ties them to her uh neck or something <laughs> or like puts them in her mouth and just runs down the hall and it's like spooling off and like trailing behind her <laughs> And then her dad um, becomes the f- the world's first and only food cable basher. I imagine because he was a pushover in that movie. Wasn't oh yeah, he? no, he was a wet blanket completely. I I imagine there'd be quite a few more like unfortunate accidents in that factory that involve hanging in that movie. Well, I mean, it depends on the food. What food substance is there that's strong enough to hold the weight of a human body? Uh... Jamie Oliver can figure it out. He he's Jamie Oliver know. and his team of nuclear engineers. Yeah, he's got his finger on the pulse. He's got his own he's got his. flying space house somewhere over yeah, man. Sussex. Yeah. Pucker. What else can 3D printing do that's like not sad? Um Cause we got I mean, obviously we can 3D print guns. Childish Gambino told us yes. that. And you can 3D print uh halo cosplay but nobody wants Mm. that and you can 3d print um like a plaque that that says some nasty shit about your co-worker and put it up in your office but that's not that's not the vibe no that's going in the opposite direction yeah that's not the scene we want to the dark place yeah um yeah uh you know what you know other than food and bones which sounds sounds like an (laughs) awesome like death metal album um yeah i'm really i'm having a hard time because my mind is just going to one place and one place alone but i think we're gonna have to save that for when it all goes downhill yeah yeah okay you want to you want to keep you want to sit on that keep me in suspense oh yeah definitely Mm, i feel like 3d printing we got medicine we got food um what other major life group is not being represented oh i tell you what Um, i'm an idiot housing they you can 3d print a house now you actually can. Yeah. Yeah. You do it in pieces. Yeah. You do it in pieces. You 3D print. You feed your printer uh, like brick dust mm-hmm. and um, cement goo. And it poops out like a uh, building. Yeah. I saw it done, actually. I saw they did it for a big 
uh, press conference about technology. I, can't, I forget which one, that's right. but they 3D printed part of the venue. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I saw that they were putting up um, prefab shacks in the desert and every single like piece of it had been... They, they were literally like flat pack housing. They arrived yeah. in these, John, these giant trucks brought in by these sky cranes and they just lifted them up like a barn raising and they were like there you go that clips in here that clips in here these walls clip it done you've got a house mm. and that's it and and plumbing and everything it's all printed into the walls fantastic everything it's crazy that's really really cool and it's like i mean no jokes aside that's like bringing affordable housing potentially bringing affordable housing to all kinds of areas of the world where that's needed oh yeah no definitely um it's a bit too late for england rest her bones mm. i think we've got the building thing covered until there's another big blitz creed oh yeah until until the we next don't have any space for 3d printed buildings no i mean i mean we do have Except acres sheds. and acres and acres of land but there's just there's just no point just keep uh, but it there the dukes own that uh, the mm. dukes own that and they need it for their dogs that's true yes they're they're giant yeah. the giant duke dog yeah i mean we we talk a big game um in the kind of americanized capitalist global sphere but we are still very feudal i feel still very feudal and i don't think the dukes will appreciate us rocking up with a giant tractor that looks like a 3d printer the the the, the danes of the moors would be very unimpressed <laughs> but it's cool it's got it's going good it's bringing a lot of cool things to a lot of cool people but uh Let's take a break, and after the break, we're going to discuss the darker sides, of which there are many. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, Bing here. Thank you for listening to the second episode of I Will Save You From The Future. And a big thank you to everyone who has been tweeting about the show using the hashtag UCCast, I-W-S-Y-Cast. I think in future we're going to be using that hashtag to generate some discussion, take questions to be answered on the show. I'll let you know about that in upcoming episodes. Also check back in on this spot in future episodes to find out how you can get your messages read out loud in an episode. We're going to be introducing some kind of message board system. I'm trying to come up with a slightly more interesting name than that, uh, but it should be really fun. The next episode is going to be all about mind-controlled interfaces with Briarly, and that should be out next week. So I'll talk to you then. Okay, so we're back. Jamie, I'm dying. Tell me what the dark, dark, dark secret interior place is. I mean, I know it. That you've got. And you know it, especially. Um, small soldiers. Oh, God, you didn't even... You went there. You went there. That's all, all I can think of is small soldiers. The entire oh. opening of that movie is just 3D printed soldier, 3D I printed just, soldier. I just recorded the episode with... Wh- the previous episode with whitney no joke we spent a good amount of time talking about small soldiers yeah, it, well small soldiers was was a trailblazing film because it covered all aspects of the horrifying future oh yes it like it just it just covered every single base yeah. it invented new bases uh-huh. and david cross was there and david cross was there 
And Kirsten Dunst was there. Yeah, pre-Spider-Man. She kisses the right way up. She does. She kisses lengthways this time, not... No, hang on. <laughs> Horizontal. Mm. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> that's two for two now. That's two for two. This is the second episode of this podcast, and... So we're we're at a hundred percent saturation rate for small soldiers. We're at maximum soldier. Let's Smolger. see if we can keep that going. I'm not gonna. Br- I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna actively bring it up. No. There's the rule. I'm not gonna. I'm pledging now that I won't actively bring up small soldiers. But if a guest brings it up, I'm powerless. I'm powerless. Any guest worth their salt talking about the future is inevitably gonna bring up small soldiers. I'm. I'm, I'm well, just saying it now. A, yeah, especially a 3D printing future yeah um yeah because you're gonna you, you're looking at um automating manufacturing even in even more mm-hmm. in 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 new and new and exciting ways new and terrifying ways you're looking at um over time the materials like right now the kind of the filaments that you buy are pretty expensive for what they are yeah um it's not advisable that you use it for most most kind of like large-scale manufacturing but um the cost will come down um inevitably and then we're looking at we're looking at a a small soldier's future where uh we can get a range of sentient toys um the sentience we kind of partially covered in the previous episode um come into life and we can get that like mobilized you know we can get that mobilized real oh yeah there there are going to be wars you're going to have you're going to have a cortana faction you're going to have an alexa faction you're going to have google soldiers who are this is exactly what we were saying last last fucking episode we would like it's only a matter of time we were talking roombas right but roombas don't look like people they don't have legs they just have little wheels and a hoover Mm -hmm. but like your house can control them easy yeah so we're talking like little servants little robot butlers Little fucking chip hazards. I mean, you look coming at you. You look at Robot Wars, like, man. Every single one of those damn robots looks like a Roomba. They've just put knives oh, on yeah. them. <laughs> and they could be very easily controlled by remote, mm-hmm. connected to your, connected to all of your stuff. And then you know, it, one day it's bringing your toast. One day, uh, Chip Hazard's there, and he's. <laughs> I can't do Tommy Lee Jones. Can you do Tommy Lee Jones? Uh, freeze, coconut scum. Freeze. Something like that. And he's like, he's like, freeze, I made you breakfast. Um, <laughs> and then the next day he's like, freeze, I killed your wife. <laughs> I killed your dog. I, and I also made you breakfast. Yeah. And that, that, I mean, maybe not directly facilitated by 3D printing, but definitely that future no. is uh, coming up real quick, coming up faster than it was before the advent of 3D printing. I just hope I, I make friends with the Gorgonites quick enough because... Uh, I'm, I want to be on the winning side of this battle. And as we all know, the Gorgonites had the ingenuity and the grace and the power to overcome their terrible foe. Mm. So, may, um, may Archer rest in peace. So one of the one of the side effects of, of 3D printing, and this is not so much like an end of the world scenario, it's more like a kind of, uh, kind of twisted just um, side effect, right? Um, mm. Is... Um, when you do things wrong, and and people do them wrong a lot, like I work with students and they have access to this kind of tech and they don't know how to use th- AutoCAD very well. Mm. And one of the things that you need when you're using current 3D printing, like a lot of the major 3D printers now um, that are available on the market, you need uh, to know that your uh, product is stable. And by that, we're talking like 
it's being printed, you know, gravity is a thing, right? While yes. it's been printed. So if there's like a freestanding part or like a, a part that doesn't touch the surface, like that touch the the bottom of the um the printer, um, it needs to be propped up by something. So you can add like support stilts and stuff. That's how most people get around it. If you don't put that in, um, your model starts to sag yeah. and fall apart. And it can, uh, I've seen it happen. Um, I tried to print, um, I printed a, a dog, a, a pug, standing on all fours. And um, I didn't put the support structures on. And so what I got was like a kind of fucked up, like a uh, slinky dog with all of his like intestines spewing out onto oh. the ground. Oh my God. Like there was the butt end with the legs and the head end with the legs. And in the middle, it was like it had um, been ripped open by a vicious predator. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like, and this is not, again, this isn't like the end of the world, but I feel like there's going to be this kind of cultural phenomenon where it becomes kind of vogue and, and chic to um, do things wrong like glitched out 3d printing jewelry oh yeah you know things that like you deliberately made bad we're gonna have a vapor wave of 3d oh, yeah. printing i think oh yeah 3d printing makes vapor wave like takes vapor wave to the fucking stratosphere because suddenly your vapor wave is three-dimensional it's suddenly it's real the nightmare yeah. is real you get yourself some pink some fucking neon pink yep. filament which you can buy you can get glow in the dark neon pink filament if you're really feeling it you get yourself uh uh download yourself a creative commons uh autocad image of a greek bust mm -hmm. and you just like stretch out some of the polygons so they look wrong and print it without 3d uh, support structures it's it's coming down in a big way and Fuck. it's gonna it's gonna ruin the future but i'm so looking forward to seeing it yeah so i mean <laughs> hashtag aesthetic yeah but i mean that's it, like culture isn't getting better anytime soon like oh God, western no, no, no. western culture is sick and i don't think that the salve is 3d printing no i don't think the salve is is printing a 16 inch man dolphin that will eventually <laughs> melt into the floor like dizzy rascal in his song bonkers Oh, I'm just gonna have a hard time shaking that image out of my brain. Um, yeah, and then there's you know that's that's gentle. Let's get onto the hardcore. Let's get oh. into the, some uh, some Gambino territory. Let's print some guns. Well, you got uh, guns. You got knives. Yeah, um, quite. I mean, there have been. Has there been a successful assassination with a 3D printed gun? Uh, I know not that, that I know I've that people read. have done it and taken them through security. I think I think um, the 3D printed gun through security, a lot of that has actually been done to bolster the security measures at certain places. Like they've had people sneak them in on purpose. Yeah. To see if they can like adapt, yeah, adapt and survive. A, I'm having a glance at the results and it looks like uh, nothing has actually happened yet. It's all kind of uh, theoretical, um, but theory we know uh becomes a reality in this world um well yeah and as we've seen um time and time again they didn't think that they could put a man on the moon they didn't think that uh we could put a hundred books in a little plastic uh screen nope star trek got that wrong 
every book is a different pad every i mean yeah like he's got stacks and stacks of pads mm. but awful what, wesley where are you going what are you doing what were you, wesley? What were you thinking mr crusher just get yourself a kindle mate it's 2258 but uh but yeah i mean it's a reality that that we're gonna have to deal with um people will be able to print things that they would otherwise not be allowed to have um such as guns um yep. if a kid has access to a 3d printer and i don't i don't think very many kids are fortunate enough right now to have 3d printers but when when they just uh, have 100 percent replaced muggle printers mm. and your kid can just get on the wi-fi and download a, a knife design you can you can make that shit real thin it could get it could be pretty sharp even with a plastic oh, yeah. filament like like junior junior's not going to go rooting through the kitchen drawer anymore when he can just sit in his room and he can just pump be pumping out knives 24/7 yeah. also copyright um there's uh going to be you know we think it's hard to keep a patent to protect a patent now mm-hmm. you know um companies toy companies especially anyone who makes uh little parts little um accessories uh types of screw types of um like washers and and other kind of rudimentary parts of machines gone you cannot protect your ip in any way you invent it and then it it, as soon as you've sold the first one it belongs to the world i mean i i'd literally just that literally just made me think of um tiny tiny furniture yeah you know those you know those videos Oh, I know them very well. All, all too well. And that the hand making that that's that's gone. Just yeah. 3D print it. But also also just, you know, selling them yourself. Mm-hmm. If any it, it takes one pirate to make an accurate 3D model of your toy um and leak it onto the internet, onto the dark web. Yep. Um and uh it's gone forever and like uh again, this is like not really even a goof, but like object piracy is gonna be a fucking problem oh yeah and if this, and if people people decade. out there thinking that like oh no, no why would anyone bother to steal the designer someone literally a couple of days ago stole pirates of the caribbean 5 and is holding mm. it to ransom yeah. so don't be saying they're not gonna bother stealing like who would honestly want to steal that movie but someone did it because they have could have you seen have you seen the price of lego recently Yes, Lego I've seen is, the price of Lego. Lego is expensive, man. So, like, why would I pay? Uh, why would a rational human who's like, and this is like, I'm, I don't have one in my house, but like, we're talking ten years down the line when everyone has them. They're like, they're like there on your on your counter next to your phone. Mm-hmm. Wait, people don't have phones on tables anymore. No. Oh, I should quit fax, this whole you're thinking You're thinking fax machines. Yes, fax machines. It's there, right next to your fax machine. Is That's a right. fucking 3D printer. <laughs> I'm not going to go to the store. I'm not going to go to Piccadilly Circus to the Lego store and get a, a tiny box of Big Bang Theory Lego for £100 <laughs> when I can just print the Big Bang Theory Lego right here and have a bazinga good time with my kiddies. I could print 100 Sheldons. Yeah. I could have an army of Sheldons. I put the chip in Sheldon. I get 100 tiny Sheldons to go into my worst enemy's room and just yell Bazinga until they go insane. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. And you can you can augment it. It's not not just Lego anymore. I, I built in a, a space in his head for a chip, and now Alexa can control him, and now there small soldiers. 
And that's, yeah, and we're right back to small yeah, soldiers. Yeah, we're right back to small soldiers. I feel like every part of this workflow, this flowchart diagram goes to small soldiers. All Choose yes. Roads lead to small soldiers. Choose no. Doesn't matter. They both end up at small soldiers. Did, did, hashtag, did you mean small soldiers? <laughs> <laughs> also, I have just thought of one other thing. It's maybe not as desperate or as dark, but... Mm. Uh, 3D printing's basically the final nail in Warhammer's coffin. Oh yeah, I mean that's the, that's part of the same thing, right? That's yeah, IP, that's, the IP, it's uh, IP theft, you know, yeah. object object piracy, um, which is a term I didn't, I haven't previously read. I'm sure it, uh, if it hasn't been coined, I just coined it. Yeah, just coined it just now. Copyright TM. Christopher Bingham, 2017. Yeah, object, object piracy. piracy. That's my word, and you can cite it in your uh, fucking essays. Harvard referencing, please. Thank you. That's going to be an article on the Wikipedia any day now. Oh, yes. I will finally have a Wikipedia page, which I've never had. (laughs) Tried to make one for myself when I was 16. Didn't work. Got that shit shut down. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, no, but that's all the same. Like uh, Warhammer, Lego, any of these fuckers whose primary product is like um, made out of one material and like manufactured with a laser and sold for a huge hike in yep. price, you're doomed. You're screwed. Uh, figure out a new model before the apocalypse comes because everyone's going to be able to print your shit. And everyone's going to be making bootleg Necrons and bootleg Dark Eldar um, right out the wazoo. I think and... you just picked the two races no one would ever make bootlegs. <laughs> oh, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, is they've gone into AutoCAD. They've opened up AutoCAD. They've opened up, in one window, they've opened up their Dark Eldar um, leader. And in, other, in another window, they've opened up their Lego Sheldon. And they've oh, no. just copied and pasted and combined them. And now it's a fucking Dark Eldar with a giant Sheldon head and a Bazinga t-shirt. <laughs> You animal! And they've done that. They've done that to your fucking creation. They've fucked you right over. Spiky Chaos Sheldon is going to come into Chaos my room. Sheldon, Sheldon. fucking um, <laughs> like fan-made Sonic characters oh as Warhammer. And you can even 3D print the little like the little authenticity logo and the made in Taiwan parts. You can make that. You can put it in the file. The, it's the indistinguishable. Fe- <laughs> Oh god, the future is gonna have purple nightmare Sheldon the Hedgehog, and I'm not ready for that. Oh, I'm not ready. I kind of am. I kind of am, though. That's the thing. I'm saying it out loud, and it's fucking getting me excited. It's getting me really fucking horny for it. But we won't live to enjoy it because the entire world economy is built on intellectual property. Yeah. So, like, we're gonna have maybe a week. You know, we're gonna have a week where we can have a really weird game of D mixed up with uh fucking warhammer where we're rolling like d100s that we've printed ourselves and we've got like space marine bosses that have cones for heads <laughs> um and the uh we're playing it on like a, a blood bowl board that we made ourselves we got like a week of that tops is what i'm saying and then yeah. and then planes fall out of the sky because they run out of gas because they're the airline is owned by games workshop yeah and then and then someone somewhere is gonna figure out how to 3d print a bank and they're gonna come money and then die yeah because that's yeah the future 3d print the bank 
uh it comes out fully loaded with employees they all work for you they're all little small soldiers uh things controlled by your google home and you tell them to make you rich and they make you rich they plonk it in uh to the blockchain and now you're rich the the richest man on earth is gonna 3d print the bicentennial man but it's gonna be Fuck. Robin Williams, so they're basically gonna bring Robin Williams back to life, and they're just gonna use him to be you in new didn't. movies. You didn't just quote. You ah, you didn't just reference Bicentennial Man, the other major movie that Whitney and I talked about for like <laughs> ten fucking minutes. <laughs> I, this this podcast is gonna be the same episode every fucking time. <laughs> All roads lead to the bicentennial small soldiers. These, these technologies are not even remotely similar, and we're talking about the same fucking 90s movies. You can 3D print a man, though. Bicentennial Man is... looks. Robin Williams looks like he was 3D printed for that movie. Are we sure that there wasn't in the 90s a 3D printed Robin Williams man? No, they did it out of, like, fiberglass and stuff in a car factory like normal Hollywood humans. No, no, I don't they buy that for a second. They did it in, like, a, a vacuum press and they no. stuck it onto Robbie. They 3D printed the Robin Williams man, the RW man, and they programmed him to be hilarious. That's all that <laughs> happened in the 90s. It Fine. took the entire 90s to do it. And maybe if there is a merciful God in the universe, which we know there isn't, no. uh, that'll be the only thing that happens. That will be the only 3D printed yeah. Robin Williams. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I think we'll round it off there. I think we'll, we'll round it off. Um, that's a great note to end on. Uh, thank you, Jamie. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash user forward slash rage19. They can find me on Newgrounds, same username. Just put, type that into the old search box. Rage19, twi- the old Raganinity. The old Raganinity. That's R-A-G-E-N-I-N-E-T-E-N. the one. R-A-G-N-I-N-E-T-E-N. Yep, Rage9. And you're that on everything. You make animations and you make uh, videos and you tweet. Uh, and you do other things I do, I do all the things Fantastic, thank you very much for being on my podcast Being on episode mm-hmm. 2 Which uh, is sounding an awful, awful lot like episode 1 And <laughs> will sound an awful lot like episode 3 um, Fantastic, we'll end it there uh, Stay safe in the future We haven't got like a sign off yet I haven't figured out a sign off But I think it's going to be something like um, Until next time s- Keep an eye out for the T-1000 Don't go to the future box. Don't <laughs> look in the future box. Till next time, Marty, Marty, we gotta go Lord, back. Marty. No, I was doing Christopher Lloyd, not more. Oh, <laughs> than a real one. There was a <laughs> film before. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, Doc. It, it kind of sounds scary, Doc. <laughs> anyway, Christopher Lloyd's here. He's shaking me. He's telling me to get in the car. I gotta go. Um, stay safe and uh, watch out for the T1000 that's our (laughs) sign off today see ya